everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis episode 47. I'm your host, Ryan Bai. I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. And I'm also joined by Leif Reanimated Corpse Dizer. Leif, how are you? I'm doing pretty good for a reanimated corpse. <laughs> He's feeling pretty all right? I mean, you die once. What else can go wrong? Life's right? pretty good at that point, right? <laughs> that's that's an interesting outlook, I guess. <laughs> you can only die once, I guess. So, no, that works. Hey, whatever works for you, man. Whatever works for you. But I mean, what if you died peacefully in your sleep the first time, and then the next time it's like really painful death? Yeah. Then, eh. I mean, but if you're a reanimated corpse, would you feel it? Would you even <laughs> feel it the second time? I, I don't know. Not, I, feel, sure I have feelings, Ryan. I have feelings. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Apparently not fooling anyone. I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, notably absent is my literal brother from another Justin. I just fucked that up. Literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavans. He uh, called me like 10 minutes before we started recording and was pretty intoxicated Apparently, almost hit a child while on his bike, and swerved to avoid that child. And he just kept saying he needed a band aid, and he wasn't going to make it home in time. So, it is just the three amigos today, and that's all right. That's all right. So I crashed uh, one time when I was drinking and riding a bike. Did you? Yeah. Did you almost hit a child? No, I was riding on like the shoulder uh, on the on out in the country, and uh, a car. There was like not much shoulder, and I kind of swerved and like to get off the, just to the very edge of the shoulder, and then it was like you know like a straight drop off. There was like hardly any asphalt, and I like just tipped right over into the ditch. <laughs> These people like stopped and asked if I was okay. It's like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm I'm completely smashed. I barely remember it. Was it a deep ditch or? No, it was a pretty oh, gradual okay. ditch. Damn I it. wasn't really hurt. I had like a scrape on my knee or something like that. <laughs> I was hoping it was like a like a deep valley that you fell into. <laughs> right. Like a... yeah. It's kind of like a Tommy Boy thing or was that Black yes. Sheep? I think it was Black, black Sheep. sheep. That no, it was Black Sheep. Just keeps falling for half yeah. an hour. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, I'm glad you made it through that, Leif, and you're still with us. I'm glad yeah, I it. don't think I could have done a podcast after that, though. Probably not. Probably too traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, this is Nerdentity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod and uh, email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. We're going to kick off, as we always do, with Jacob. Hi, Jacob. What up, Jacob? Jacob. So Jacob does not have a question this week, but he has a story that I would like to uh, read here. And it's he says, this one isn't from me, but it's a story a friend of mine told me, and it's one of the most ridiculous things I have ever heard. Now, the rest of this is in quotes, so I'm assuming this is his friend speaking, kind of, I guess. So here we go. It says, my wife and I used to be friends with another couple who we will call Tom and Jane. But after dining out with them a few times, we have had to part ways. It has gotten to the point where they call us to ask us to dinner, and we just come up with an excuse to say no. Jane has a very strange eating habit that not only drives us crazy, but draws stares from people at tables next to us, and has even drawn a few comments from the waitstaff. First of all, who says waitstaff? I don't don't like that, but that's fine. 
who doesn't say waitstaff? No, you don't say waitstaff. Come on. Nobody says. Anyways, we're moving on. Sorry. <laughs> if she is eating something with layers, like a burger, for example, she will eat it layer by layer. Top bun, then the pickles, then the onions, then the tomato, then the lettuce, then the burger patty, then the bottom bun. Same thing with lasagna. Top noodle, cheese, noodle, cheese, noodle. This does not seem to bother Tom one bit, but the entire time I'm wondering at what point I will snap and jab out my own eye with my fork. My wife is worried that we are bad people for ditching them, but I feel it's justified as I don't need that kind of crazy in my life. Now, what do we make of this story? Adam, what do you got? Uh, jokes on them. Jane is actually like an archaeologist or a geologist. <laughs> She's just used to taking things layer by layer. So that's still <laughs> it's still unacceptable. I don't give a shit what your profession I, is. I, I'll admit that is very interesting. I mean, I've heard of people that take you know segments of their plate. Like I'll eat this side first, and then yes. this thing, and then this. Like I've heard of that. Like this is new. I've never heard of this. <laughs> It's definitely crazy. I mean, like, could you still hang out with them and not eat food? Like, don't give them seven layer, you know, dips and things like that. <laughs> or you do the opposite and you just play into it. You make, I made a 30 layer taco dip. Have fun, lady. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> just totally fuck with them. <laughs> but to, like, really? Like, are there people in restaurants that are taking notice other people eating like that? Like, where are you eating that right? the wait staff and the people are like, oh my god, do you see this lady eating lasagna <laughs> like this? Yeah, I hardly ever pay attention to anybody around. Don't like, eat I there kind anymore. of people watch, but not. Yeah, I don't see how they're eating things unless it's. Real, I'll, I I'll admit this, this is a whole my attention. Whole, whole new craziness. Though I've never heard of this like before. If, though, so is it justified not eating with them? Sure, if it bothers you that much, but. Uh, would it bother you? Do you think? I don't think so. I think it'd be I think it'd be quirky to the point where I would like totally make fun of that person and do like <laughs> what I did and like I made a thirty layer taco. Yeah. Dip. have fun, Jane, <laughs> and just laugh at her the whole yeah. time. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. Know. Leif, what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I read this yesterday. <laughs> And I grabbed my shovel and dug like a 20-foot deep hole. I didn't measure it. I think it's around 18 to 20 feet. I was planning on tossing her in it here soon, but I got to figure out where she lives first. Okay, so would you avoid this person, hang out with this person for this reason? Oh, shit. Uh, Like if it was... It doesn't sound like they're really good friends, but if it was like a like a work friend of yours that you went out to eat with a few times, would you just stop, like, just totally Honestly, avoid them? Honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, if it was just like a work friend, I would just give them nonstop hell about it and do things like Adam said. <laughs> right. but, but in the back of my head, I think they needed to be thrown into a pit somewhere. Right. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, to Adam's point, and, or to both of you guys' points, like... I'll notice, like, if, like, a waiter walks by with, like, a tray of food, I'll be like, oh, that looks good. But I don't watch people eat. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, don't... I might overhear some conversations and things when you're right. out and about. And you might be like, oh, that person said something weird. But I don't watch you eat. Right. That's weird to me. And then how many foods would she be able to do this with? Because I was trying to think. And, like, tacos, maybe. Like, she dissects a taco. 
But really, how many different kind of foods can you do this with? Yeah, he listed uh, I mean, off the majority of things that comes to mind, at right. least off the top of my head. But Adam's probably got a list. I was going to say, Ryan, what about all your like layered pastry, like cakes and stuff with all the different That's layers? True. Do you think she like picks apart layers? Yeah, and stuff? Oh, like certain, certain cakes, I do that too. You know, like sometimes like ice cream cakes, they've got like yeah. that Rocky Road centerpiece. I love that I'll piece. Agree. Sometimes I like I'll eat the ice cream parts and then I'll like layer out that that Rocky Road shit and just eat a whole scoop of that. I agree with that. I do that too, actually. Do you think she meticulously cuts through layers of like marbled uh, cream cheese or something <laughs> like, like uh, cheesecakes that are marbled she, and stuff? She like pulls out like a fucking magnifying glass. To like... <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I kind of want to examine her eating habits now. Right. I kind of want to watch she's this. She's pulling a bit. out something and getting that intricate, then I can understand why people are being like, what the fuck is that person doing? <laughs> God. Yeah, if I saw that in a restaurant, I would think twice about what I'm eating because I'd be like, "What is she doing? What does she know that I don't know? Yeah, what's wrong with this? Very true. What's wrong with that's... this? Is there something in her in her food that she's eating around? I don't know what what's going on here. For yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I'd probably do the same thing. Like, is there? Does she like one time find like a cockroach in her food, and now she's digging to make sure there's not another one? It's it, it kind of makes me think of when you're like driving around and it's rainy, but it might be only kind of like misting slightly, but you see that one car with their windshield wipers going absolutely full bore, like they're going to fly off their freaking car. They're going so fast and there's just hardly any rain. And I look over at them, I'm like, that person's insane. But also, <laughs> am I missing something? Is it really that rainy and I can't really see that well? What's going right. on here? Should I have mine up higher? I don't know. Full bore. Where they're like almost flying off your car. <laughs> Some people awful. just need it cranked up to eleven. Like I guess always. So. <laughs> yeah, it's either on or off, pretty much. Yeah, I'm yeah. always on or off. Yep. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't know. Well, uh, I guess Jacob. I'm not sure what to make of this. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Are they justified? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, like Adam said, this is new. I've never heard of this before, and I don't know how I would react. I think it's something you have to live through to really give a good opinion. So I don't I don't know if I can give one. So, But thank you very much, Jacob. Uh, up next, James James writes in. Oh, boy, this <laughs> isn't even on our thing. Nope, because nice. he just did it. <laughs> James, some of this I'm not going to read out loud. I'm going to level with you, so, but I'll pick through it. Once again, no punk. Oh, there is one period in here and an exclamation point. So there we go. They're both at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Period exclamation point. Uh, a lot of this is directed towards Justin after his comments about James's mother last week. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, his mother's name is Barb, by the way. So he says, Justin, Barb might be a bitch at times, but how dare you? I get, re- I I don't know what this means. I get resting ass is the new thing, but how are you drink coffee off an ass? So fuck yourself. That's what it says, word for word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, the second part, I don't know if I can talk because legally. So there was this guy we used to work with who worked Nightstock. Um, I'm not even going to say his name. But he was an interesting dude, and he got arrested for building a bunch of pipe bombs. You remember this life? Yeah, he also threatened to burn down my house one time. 
Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, that guy was yeah. a winner. Um, but uh, anyways, that's apparently where James ate cat. Was at that guy's house. Oh, oh really? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> that adds up. All right, now, James, for your ridiculous question, uh, how would you spend a Minnesota vacation in a woods? Not the woods, guys. In a woods. <laughs> uh, in the lake, like literally in the lake, or in a burning down city. Life. Where would you spend your vacation? Wait. That's the three options, huh? Yep. <laughs> a, a burning down city is the last one. In a burning down city in a woods or in the lake. Which one? <laughs> well, I guess if you had like a submarine in the lake, it'd be kind of cool to do yeah. one time, you know, yeah. but it'd have to be a big lake in the, su- I don't know, pretty or good it could be submarine. like a houseboat situation. But you're not in the That's lake. That's true. You're, you're not in the lake. lake. Yeah. So, so that I was thinking houseboat too, but I was like, well, then we're forgetting kind of serious about yeah. it. I don't know. I would do if you're if you're including houseboats, I'd spend the time on a houseboat. I've wanted to do that I forever. Have Try it once. I have to. I don't. Uh... <laughs> so you guys are both the lake. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the lake. I will <laughs> yeah. spend it in the lake. Adam, what's the, your the choice? Lake. I mean, you guys are obviously missing out on a huge opportunity for looting in a burning in city. A burning so, city. Uh, go. I'm going to make some money. and <laughs> True. Plus, you could rescue a few people. And, man, you could get some Wait, great recognition. Burning- no, 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 yeah, no, you no. could. Looting, pulling- not well, you saving. Loot- <laughs> well, clearly, you loot first. Then you run. When you're done looting, then you run in and see if there's any you know, like buildings yeah, on fire could- that you can save some people from. If you save like an important person, you might get like a key to the city. Yeah. Or you might get yeah. But it's they a may burn ignore down the looting city. As you well. really want a key for that burn down city. <laughs> here's a key for a door that used to be here. Like here's a uh, get out of jail free pass kind of thing. Right. No, in all seriousness though, uh A Woods is probably what I would pick. You would choose not, a not woods? B or C Woods, but <laughs> A Woods, yeah. <laughs> James, I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. Listen. I know that you're using talk to text with Siri and maybe you're driving and that's the responsible thing to do, but just pull the fuck over for a second and type it out. That way I actually know what you're saying. That would be helpful. It would be very, very helpful, but thank you. Regardless, James, that was nice. You're fucking nuts, but I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, let's jump into what are we playing now? And we will start with Adam. Uh, I honestly didn't play a whole lot this past week. Oh, okay. uh, played a little bit of Monster Hunter Rise here and there. Uh, Kat and I actually played a handful of hours of No Man's Sky today. No, oh. cross platform between Xbox and PC, and that was actually a lot of fun. Had a good time with that. Sweet, and yeah, that was about it. And no Tarkov at all. Last no, week. it takes two either. Uh, oh yeah, we did. We did play a, a night of that, a couple hours okay. of that. So still grinding through that a little bit, but yeah. I'm assuming you have not gotten to the part we discussed last week, where you feel like a terrible person. No, not okay. yet. Nothing that made me think of that. So no, must not no. have happened. Yeah, yet. you definitely, you definitely <laughs> didn't. You definitely didn't. Um, yeah, not too much though. So I have a question. I've never played cross-platform before, ever. Mm-hmm. How does it work? Because, like, Justin has talked about Black Desert Online, and I was like, it looks really intriguing, but I'd rather play on my Xbox. 
and I looked it up, and there is crossplay. But how do you even do it? So, like with No Man's Sky, you get like a No Man's Sky friend code, and you just share that code back and forth. Oh, okay. And then, like, we use Discord for just voice chat. Right. Huh. Oh, I guess it really depends on the game. You know, every game does a little bit different. Yeah. I've thought about doing it just so I can play that with him, but I mean, you could. Mike Desert's it's super probably fun. got the controller. You could probably use a controller on your PC for it too. That's true. True. Well, I haven't been gaming. I actually, I have a story, but it's my pick of the week. So we'll, we will revisit this topic <laughs> at the good. end of the show. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else, Adam? Nope. That's it. All right. Uh, Leif, what have you been playing? Well, other than really Monday and then today, I didn't play a whole lot. So, but I did, I did kind of accidentally beat Green Hell. So then oh, I just went ex- back through and, and Wait, beat it again. Accidentally? Yeah. You know, there's like these, you make these potions and they make you like, cause you've lost your memory and they kind of bring back glimpses of the past. And it's kind of how you expand to new areas and stuff too, cause it, opens up areas as you do it and you really i didn't really know that i was getting close like i thought you know i'm kind of getting close to the end but i didn't realize that doing one of those things would would actually bring on the ending of the game at the time so really okay yeah i didn't know i just wanted more of the storyline and i thought there would be a point where i would be able to tell that you know, the ending is coming, but I didn't. So I had, I beat it. It's got multiple endings. And so when I beat it the first time, it gave me a, an achievement for the bad ending. Cause I didn't, your, your whole ultimate goal is to, you're trying, you're in this jungle with your wife or whatever to get the cure for a disease that lots of people have. Okay. But the story is really good, actually. I really enjoyed the story. And I went back through just the last couple, like hour, I think it was, and and beat it. But the first time I didn't get the, when I stumbled through the ending, I didn't have the, the cure. And then the second time I went through, I, I did get the cure quick and uh, and beat it again. So the story, the ending wasn't much different, but it was still, it was still good. So. Okay. I enjoyed it. It's I would probably replay it because I think I only got about eight hours into it and I've beat it. So it's more of a game where you you should be spending more time building and stuff. And then I ended up just going through the story without knowing I was about to beat it. So So I'll probably replay it and make it a little bit harder. I ended up only having to kill one tribesman the entire time. And that was only because I kind of threatened him more than he threatened me like i saw him standing there i was like you guys haven't attacked me once i'm gonna go run up to you and see what happens you know he shot me with an arrow so i killed him so okay but uh i'll probably crank up the difficulty and then and replay it and then i also um late last night downloaded elite dangerous i've never played it i didn't play it till today though have you played it adam Mm mm-hmm Okay, yeah, I had heard it's really good, and I played, well, I did play like an hour last night. I was like, what the hell? I don't know what's going on, so I'm I'm going to just back out of this right now because it was kind of late, and I'll just come back to this today. I played for two hours or something during my daughter's nap, and 
I'm enjoying it actually. There's it seems to be it's kind of tough to figure everything out. There's a lot going on. It's kind of an open world kind of choose your own adventure type of uh space game where you're seems, just, yeah like a more hardcore no yeah. sky kind of yeah okay. almost like a simulator is. even yeah like absolutely simulator. more like a flight sim yeah for sure so there's space you fly in a spaceship and you can be on the ground with a gun like a first person no. shooter no oh well okay. I, I don't think so i haven't stumbled across the point where i've gotten out of the ship yet do you okay get that, out of that it star ever? citizen that you're thinking of <laughs> well i'm looking i googled elite dangerous and i'm checking out the images right now i haven't played it in a while though so maybe it some shows stuff some has changed yeah it shows somebody walking around with a gun they may have an update i so far i've only just been flying around i bought okay. a second ship right before i logged off and uh but there's a lot of different ships there's a lot of different missions you can do you get oh yeah they're showing someone with a gun there must be a new update huh yeah there was and i yeah it was lots of different dlcs i think for it but i just got the it was like five or six bucks so i just bought it it was on sale the other day i don't think it is i don't know if it is anymore but but yeah it's pretty fun it's I don't know i've got to figure out a lot first the controls are a little funky for me i don't know yeah, I don't know. Like you're just controlling your ship with the mouse mostly. You use the, you know, your your W button to speed up and the S button to slow down and stuff like that. But okay, you have like a bunch of different screens in your ship. You're choosing different. I don't know. It's it's very intricate. So I I can't really give it much of a review yet. But I've liked okay. it so far as I've started to kind of figure it out. So, but that's all I've played this week. I played that one in uh, VR, and whew, it is—it's intense. Oh, I, oh bet. I believe it! Holy shit! I feel like any like space shooter like that would be crazy in VR, just nuts. Yeah. Well, very cool. Uh, so I actually got a lot of gaming in this week. Uh, I got my second COVID shot on Wednesday. And so I took Wednesday, Thursday off just preparing to get sick, which I did, of course. And then, but it was weird. Like it lasted for a day and then I was totally fine. It was very weird. Yeah. That was me too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just like Thursday. I was just on my ass playing games all day, but which was kind of nice actually. So, um, so I finished Yakuza three, which I ended up enjoying quite a bit after I finally picked up, um, there was a point in the story where you kind of go back to the orphanage later in the game and you do some more monotonous shit. I was like, come on, but it didn't last for very long, luckily. So I finished that. Um, and, uh, I, instead of jumping right into Yakuza four, I was like, I need another little palate cleanser. So, um, I downloaded the game man eater. It was on sale. Have either of you played where you play the shark? shark game, right? Yep. Yeah, I've yep. seen it. I haven't played it. <laughs> it's a very quick, fun, little, yes, just joyful, ridiculous game. <laughs> so, yeah, it was very short. Like, I was shocked at how short Super the game short. was. Um, and I actually, I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I maxed out the gamer score. I got a thousand gamer score on it. Because, <laughs> like, the only thing you have to do is uh, finish the game find the collectibles which there are not very many of and then just do like the bounty hunter missions and like the shark attack missions and that's it and you get the max gamer score so 
Um, but yeah, like, dude, hiring Chris Parnell to be the narrator was the best choice they made in that game. He's fucking hilarious in that game. Um, <laughs> just like his cut, because it's set up to be like a shark show, like you would see on like Animal Planet or something, and he's like narrating it. Oh my god, dude, it's good. But uh, gameplay wise, I gotta say, a little easy and repetitive like when you start off as like the pup shark and even the teen shark it's pretty difficult because a lot of stuff are bigger than you but really by the time you hit like adult or elder it gets a lot easier and then when you become a mega shark it's almost too easy and the gameplay is very much just like swim around and mash the right trigger as fast as you can and that's kind of all it is really at the end of the day um so if you want like a fun just game to fuck around with for 12 hours if you can get it dirt cheap do it i think it's worth it if you can get it i think i paid like 18 bucks or something it was in like the xbox summers or spring sale so but i don't i don't if you get it for like 15 or under i think it's worth it but otherwise i wouldn't i definitely would not pay full price for it that is for sure uh so yeah finished that one and then um I started playing Octopath Traveler again because it's on Game Pass now and it's been a while since I played it and I don't think I ever finished it like obviously Octopath there's eight different characters and I think I finished the whole storyline for one of the characters but I didn't do the other seven so I was like I'm gonna go back and just finish the whole thing so I'm gonna play through that again. Is it is like each story I downloaded that this week too I didn't oh you did I didn't play it yet but is each like person's story basically a full game or how many hours does it take? Yep. Uh, Oh, it's long dude. Like I bet. Okay. So basically you start off the game. You have to pick your quote unquote main character that you start as. And then uh, you kind of go through and recruit all the other characters and like it goes in like chapters. So I think each character has four chapters. Um, So there's 24 different chapters in the game. And, like, just the opening chapters for each character are about an hour each. So, yeah, it can it can be a pretty long game. But sure. it's cool. Like, you can kind of go in whatever order you want, which I really like. Like, uh, it doesn't, like, there's no set path you have to do. You know what I mean? You can pick and choose, oh, I'm going to go recruit this character next. Or I'm going to go, and then even when you get into, like, chapter two, like, you can choose whichever character you want to start with. Or you can try and play one character all four of their chapters before you do any of the others you know what i mean so oh you can, okay yeah you can yeah it's very open like that you can kind of do whatever you want and it's i love the art style um and i really like the combat like it's turn-based but they add like a whole other level of strategy to it um that other games have kind of done similar stuff but it just feels different and i really like it i do have to say the dialogue and some of the voice acting is so bad. I had to turn my volume down at points because <laughs> <laughs> there's, I can't, uh, the hunter chick. I can't remember her name. Shit. But like they try and talk in like old English, like thy and thou and stuff, but they add words that don't exist. And like they add ETH to the end of words that don't need it. Like you can make it or break it. Like, what are you doing? Stop it. And it just, it just bothered me. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but the most annoying is this bitch Ophelia. And I got to say, Leif, 
I love your daughter, Ophelia, way more than I love this bitch because she's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's the cleric. And in her opening chapter, Leif, if you end up playing the game, here's what I want you to do I want you to play a little drinking game with yourself. Okay. Okay. And you're going to play her chapter. And every time she says the words, Your Excellency, you have to take a shot. <laughs> and you're going to die. Shot? Yep. You're going to okay. die. I just want you to know. If you do this drinking game, it will end in death. I so could take like a drink of beer every time she says it. Maybe uh, I'd make it you, through it. You might still die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, say it again. I fucking dare you to say it again. And then three seconds later, she says, Your Excellency. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. So, but other than that, it's a fantastic game. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. So, uh, all right. That concludes what are we playing now? Let's. Oh, by the way, Leif, we did not play any It Takes Two this week. I'm a little disappointed. We didn't. You never called me on Monday or texted me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> next week. We're going to do it next week. I'll find out what nights cost. Are you back to nights or are you still days? I'm back to nights next week. God damn it. Actually, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods next weekend, Leif. Uh, Haley mentioned something about that. Yeah, so we might have to get together. I think yeah. we need to do that. So we'll set it up. That doesn't have to be on the podcast. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Figure out you guys. Yeah. yeah let's, <laughs> what do you got going on this uh, Friday? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, let's jump into Would You Rather. It is Leif's turn this week. Leif, what do you got? Let's see. I have Would You Rather have a guy following you around. He's going to be like 10 feet away from you at all times. And every time you say something stupid, he slaps you. (laughs) Or you have a decent-sized parrot on your shoulder that, uh, you know, every time somebody says something good about you, he squawks really loudly about how tiny your dick is. (laughs) This is so random. Uh, (laughs) So hang on. Hang on, I have questions. This person following me is in in like a like a creepy I'm gonna I'm gonna rape you kind of way. Like you see in like a trench coat. He's uh he's an old elderly man. Oh okay. And uh he's got a very judgmental look on his face Ooh. while he tromps around, kinda like a get off my lawn kind of attitude oh, look okay. at you okay. for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you say something stupid, it just pisses him off. He slaps you upside the head every time. Okay, is it because stupid is objective. Is it something that he thinks is stupid? Something that he's, you would personally think, like, look back oh, okay. at the end of the day and go, hey, I said something stupid there. So you <laughs> earn the it. getting a slap in the back of the head. You're definitely earning it, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Whether so you're red, drunk or red not, it doesn't just, like, following you around all day, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you <laughs> go. Yeah, dumb like ass and just smack you in the head. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking more Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. That's what jumped in my mind. <laughs> I like both of those. Yeah. They both are very this. similar. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. I think I might go that route because at least I would slowly start learning not to be a dumbass, you know? <laughs> it's a growing experience. Yeah. Like I'm bettering myself with this one, at least. <laughs> the you the know parrot what? that's not really, no. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, the parrot's going to shit all over your shoulder. I'm, de- I'm taking the old guy. 
I'm definitely taking the old guy. Well, I he was thinking... shit all over the place too. You don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Who knows? <laughs> He's just standing in the corner of your room while you sleep. Do I need to feed both the old person and the parent? Nah, they're just like <laughs> hanging out. You know, they're fine. They they got their own thing going on. I don't know how they're eating or anything, but just what do they don't have to worry about eat? that. I wouldn't know what to do. I'm taking the old guy. Well, old guy, Polly yeah. usually wants a cracker. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably, but then at the same time, it would be fun to have a parrot as like a party gift thing, yeah, like a party favor type thing, up. you know, um, where you just have people like give you compliments and he shouts about your small penis the whole time. <laughs> people would Adam, think that's on. funny for about 10 minutes. And did you just say it's not fun as in you've owned a parrot? Uh, yeah, when I grew up, oh, my really? parents actually bred parrots, and like at oh. one point in my life, there was like fifteen or sixteen birds in our house. Holy shit! Wow. Well, that sounds so, a bit excessive. Yeah, no. So <laughs> I mean, they were in their own cages, like two adults with like little chicks and stuff. And then they sold them, but no, they're just they're messy, they're loud, they you know like birds make a lot of noise before the sun comes up. Imagine yeah. that in oh, your yeah. house. Not just outside, but in your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Crazy. Nope. Did you oh, yeah, you definitely words. talked me out of the parrot then. I yeah. Like the old guy beat messy. me upside the head. Did you, uh, did you teach any of them to speak, Adam? Uh, yeah, my parents had uh, African gray, which are considered like the smartest birds on earth and stuff. And it would talk a shit ton. My parents taught it all sorts of crazy shit. It actually would whistle the Andy Griffith show oh, really? song all the time and That's yeah, awesome. all sorts of just stuff like go Hawkeyes. And <laughs> like uh, the one thing that was always really funny is it would mimic the sound of like the phone ringing. It'd be like, oh, really? It'd be like, hello, <laughs> hello. Yeah. Okay. Bye. And then like, it was, it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, all that stuff sounds awesome once yeah <laughs> and then when they don't stop doing it for like a hundred times you're like oh my god <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah it's it's like those types of things that you wish that your friend had that you could see like when yes. you went over there and like got it to speak and stuff and then you can leave and never have to deal with the bs behind the scenes exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right <laughs> that was a good one life that was uh as random as it gets but i like it i like it a lot <laughs> Um, all right let's do some news so we're trying something new this week and i feel like i need to justify myself in case this crashes and burns so in the past if it's because it was a slow ass news week in the past when there's slow ass news weeks i usually am like i gotta get to five or six stories somehow and i'll throw some random shit in there and it usually doesn't go well like i know i fucked up when i read one of the stories and i go what do you guys think and all three of you go meh and i'm like god damn it so this week it was a very slow news week there were really only two stories i feel that were worth mentioning and uh so we're gonna take those two stories and we're gonna kind of break them down a little bit and do a little more of a deep dive discussion and we'll see how this goes if we crash and burn we don't have to do it again but we're trying new things Adam always tells me to try new things, usually revolving around food, but we're doing it with news stories this time. So we'll see how it goes. All right, so number one, E3 is confirmed to be hosting an all-digital event this year from June 12th to 15th. The ESA is promising live press conferences and a four-day-long video stream. Publishers already signed on include Xbox, Nintendo, Konami, 
Coke Media, Ubisoft, Warner Bros. Games, and Take-Two Interactive. All right, so before we get into who's not there, let's kind of talk about who is there. Uh, how do you guys feel about the event being digital this year? And uh, are there any P- any of these publishers I mentioned that you're kind of surprised are going to be there? Uh, let's start with Leif. Uh, no, not really. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's fine. Like uh, being online, it is what it is, especially with COVID and stuff. And in all honesty, you know, I've only been to one E3. Was I planning on going to one every year? Probably not. So <laughs> I always saw it online anyways. So right. is it a big change for me? No, not really. <laughs> so that was kind of my thought too. Cause it was like, after going to E3 that year, I was like, I'm fine watching it online. <laughs> yeah. I know it kind of upsets you cause they've, because it's gone online that it's a bunch of separate ones, but you know, it, I can just pick and choose which one I'm going to watch anyways. So yep, doesn't yep. bother me. Right. So, uh, any of those studios you're particularly interested in to see what they're working on, or are there any that you're like kind of surprised that they're there or anything? I'm not surprised that any of them are there. I'm surprised of the ones that aren't there, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always interested in what Xbox, cause I usually play Xbox a lot of times. Well, little less lately, but, um, none of the other ones really catch me where i want to like for sure check it out but if i'm if i've got some time i'll check them out right yeah i'm especially interested in xbox this year as because this is going to be their first big press conference since the bethesda acquisition and bethesda usually has their own press conference so i'm interested to see how they're going to wrap all those up in one um it'll just work don't worry yeah, <laughs> you might need an extra long press conference. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Adam, what about you? What do you think about the digital event? Uh, not surprising, again, with COVID. I mean, sucks that we haven't gotten to that point where it can be in live. But right. again, not surprising. Uh, good turnout from the amount of people and stuff. Again, like you were saying, surprised some of the other people aren't showing up. So that'll be interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why when they saw the like four day event, I just like imagined it being like a 24 four day stream on oh, Twitch. God. And I was, like, oh, God. Slamming G like, we're going the whole four days, folks. Like, just, getting, uh, just a pile of coke there. Hype. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're staying up the full four days. Like, I don't know why. But, you know, it's only going to be like a handful or, you know, maybe at best like six, seven hours, you know, but even then, that's going to be stretching it pretty thin to fill the yeah. kind of content and time but right yeah no it doesn't surprise again from COVID and whatnot so yeah right i gotta say like the one name on here that shocked the shit out of me is konami who we have heard nothing from like really since kojima left we haven't heard shit from konami on any of their ips about anything so I don't know. I I'm wondering what what they're planning. Are they going to come out swinging like a new Metal Gear game? Are yeah, you think an ace up their sleeve, but fuck right, no. It's Konami. Who the fuck knows? Like, are we finally going to get like a Silent Hill remake? Are we going to get a new Silent Hill game? I don't know. Some but, really sad Japanese person comes out and they're like, "Sorry, we don't have anything to add this year." 
have a great day. Right. <laughs> and then like walks away. <laughs> that's, that's their whole press conference. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean, yeah, like the rest of them, like Xbox, obviously we're going to see normal Xbox stuff. Nintendo too. Uh, Warner Bros. They're going to show off their upcoming Batman games. And then uh, Ubisoft will show off a bunch of Assassin's Creed and shit, I'm sure. Um, but Take-Two Interactive, what do you think they're bringing? Like, are we going to see Grand Theft Auto 6? Like, that's... Doubt the, it, but that'd be sick. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. what, else, what else could they be showing? Like, Red Dead, obviously, they're not anywhere near ready for a new Red Dead. They're not... I don't know. Like, to have an E3 press conference, you got to imagine they're going to have something big. So, I was thinking kind of before E3, we were going to do like an E3 predictions segment of an episode. So, that could be kind of fun. But we'll see what happens there. So, the other side of the story, uh, some publishers are silent on attending E3 or have openly stated that they do not plan to attend. EA, Sega, Square Enix, Bandai Namco, 505 Games, Tencent, and Activision Blizzard have not signed on as of yet. And Sony has already stated that they will be skipping E3 entirely. So we're going to talk a lot about Sony later in the show because there's some interesting things going on there. I guess we'll just say that. Um, So I have to wonder, well, first of all, do you think it's a good idea to skip E3? And two, is everybody just going to do their own fucking thing all summer again? God, please don't. Please, God, no. <laughs> I can't keep track of it all. Don't. I just do want it. more Zoom cat filters from like somebody no. at Sony to get up, like, oh, is this my face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh crap. My assistant's trying to help me out. Hold on a second. <laughs> right. Um. But I don't know, Ed. Do you think it's a good idea for these companies to skip I or E three? I think the only good reason you should ever skip a big thing like E3 is if you legitimately have nothing to bring to the table. Right. If you if you do have a something to bring to the table, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like why right. not? I mean, obviously I don't know how much it costs and like all the logistics behind it and stuff, but it's such a big thing that so many people are watching. It's like if you have something, I mean, we've seen people come out with literally a trailer that's like 20 seconds or less, and it's just the title. Like, bring right. out something. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so, I, don't know. I mean, unless you're doing your own thing, like BlizzCon, you know, I get that with Activision yeah. Blizzard. Sony, okay. I don't know why you're backing up, not, but whatever. And yeah, the other is just, it's interesting. Yeah, and I mentioned, like, was Tencent actually invited to E3? Like, for those who don't know, Tencent is a developer in communist China, and there's been some not good stories about uh, work environment coming out of that place. So I'm interested to see. Actually, I think they're a publisher, not a developer, sorry. But I don't know. I can't imagine E3 would have even invited them, even though they're really spending a lot of money on game companies, but I don't know. That's I thought that was kind of weird. Um, Leif, what about you? Good idea, bad idea to skip E3? Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what Adam said. I'm curious, though, with them being online only, you know, I'm curious how many people they get watching it, yeah. to be honest with you. I, I'd have to look at it. I, You know, honestly, if it's just 
online only, what's stopping you from just putting your trailer out onto YouTube or something and having people find it through that? You know, like I get it. E3 is kind of a big, big event. When you can go, you draw a lot of people, you get a lot of people watching it. You know, you used to watch it on TV or whatever. And now with it all being online, I don't know what kind of draw it has anymore. I'd have to look into it, you know. Yeah. If it's still got a huge draw, yeah, it's stupid to skip it, like Adam said. But if it's kind of going away, it's pretty simple to find a game and advertise it, whether it be on YouTube or whatever, you know, if you can get more people to find it on there without going through E3, why? I don't know what their costs are to go through E3, if it is any cost, you know, to be a vendor on E3, you know, I don't know. So... Yeah, they definitely have to pay the ESA to do a show in a booth or whatever. Even yeah. though there's not really going to be booths this year. So they probably have like know. virtual booths or something. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. So it all just depends on how much draw they're getting online nowadays. So, yeah. I mean, they've talked a lot about how everything's going digital now. Like they, I remember I read an article about where somebody at the ESA was talking about like the success of the video game awards, like every year they have more and more people stream it. And it's like, yeah, but that's a three hour event, not a four day event. There's a really big difference between those two. Yeah. Like, so, like I said, I just, I, I'm going to pick and choose certain things I'm going to watch yep. on there. I'm not going to yep. sit through and watch all of it and, you know, in chunks for four days, you know? So right. I think a lot of people are more like that than than not. And so if you know, if you don't have a game that you want to see that might be coming out through Blizzard or you know, Square Enix or something like that, then you're not gonna watch it anyways. Right. Yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, I wish E three the best because like I really do enjoy press conferences. Like I think it'd be fun to have like a press conference party. Like I do, I like get everybody together, have some drinks, watch the press conferences. Like I don't, know, I think that would be fun. But as far as all the shit that happens after the press conferences, eh. Well, I mean, we'll probably see some demos and scripted demos. I'm sure we'll see some scripted demos, which don't really tell you what the game is. But I don't know. I kind of hope. I hope E3. I hope people tune in. I hope E3 keeps going. We'll see what happens. I'm just curious about all the filler for like for four days. That four days. Of time. I know. The, the only thing I can think of is like you know in those situations is you have so many overlaps, and when you go to those, you're like, I have to see this person, but it sucks. Yeah. I'm going to be missing this person or this person, right. or you know this studio. But like in this situation, you're going to see potentially. You can see everything. Right. Because they're going to take turns, and that's probably why it's going to take so long. But, my God. And, like, who are they going to have host this? Like, they're going to have to team up with some streamers or something to, like, yeah. get people excited about it. Also, have you heard, I'm, is it going to be, YouTube? I'm assuming, Twitch, YouTube, yeah, things I, like that? I think or? Twitch, YouTube, and then streaming on their website, it sounds like. So... Uh, I don't know. Get some Twitch drops. There you go. Get some more people involved watching it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to find a way to get Do people. Do something to get people to like stay tuned. Get some numbers up there. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So E3, it's coming still. It'll be here before you know it. But it actually, E3 coincides with our one-year anniversary, which is fucking crazy. 
So, we're, do you guys realize that? We've almost been doing this a year now? Holy it's shit. It's getting there. Damn. Crazy. Nuts. Yep. Uh, I also want to apologize to you, too, because I realized I used the wrong form of the word there, and I hate myself for it. <laughs> so, in our little Google Doc. Yeah. Are they all doing their own thing? T H E R E. It even underlined it for you. I don't. I know. I just skipped right over it. I hate myself. I hate myself. I'm sorry. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Up next, we have an article from Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. Uh, And I know in the past I've shit on this guy quite a bit, actually. But credit where credit is due. I thought this was a fantastic article. Um, Did you guys get a chance to read it? Yes, but admittedly, the past, the last two or three paragraphs started to slowly lose me. <laughs> Did it really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So yeah, basically, Jason Schreier spoke with several people at Sony about recent shakeups to kind of get a clearer picture of what's been going on there. Okay. So this his story kind of takes some crazy twists and turns too. Um, like he starts talking about one thing, and then the middle throws in a bunch of the stuff about Ben and. So I kind of I think broke maybe it that's what it was bit. like throwing me. It seemed a little all over, yeah. all over the place, but yeah, it was kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah, I still think it's crazy to me because like some of the stuff we've talked about on this show in the past of like, oh, hey, there's some weird stuff going on. There's some people leaving these studios and we don't know what's going on. And so it's crazy that like he kind of finally has some answers. Um, so basically just to break this down, uh, Sony had this quote unquote studio called the visual arts service group. Um, that was based in San Diego, which we talked about them having this secret studio in San Diego. Um, but basically they existed for years just to help their other developers kind of with the artwork and finishing off games and that kind of thing. Well, there's a guy there named Michael Mumbauer who kind of just created, he like, grouped 30 people together and wanted to start their own studio. And he pitched, uh, they originally pitched a full blown remake, ground up remake of uncharted. The first uncharted game, uh, Sony shot it down. Cause they said it was going to cost too much, but they did green light a complete rebuild of the last of us. Um, for these 30, 30-ish people to work on, even though they never gave them a studio name and they never gave them any money to do it, but they were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, have fun and do it. Um, So I want to stop there because then we, he kind of jumps into Bend or whatever, which we'll get to, but I'm not necessarily opposed to this idea. Like, I've talked about Bluepoint Games a lot and how they're like the king of the ground-up rebuilds and... I think it would be wise for either Sony or Xbox to try and get them as a first-party studio or what Sony's doing of kind of just doing it in-house. But So I'm not opposed to it. I think it's actually kind of a good idea. But I hate that they're doing The Last of Us. I think that is such a terrible idea. The game is, what, 10, 10 years old? Not even 10 years old? Not even 10 years old. And it like came out at the end of the PS3 life cycle. They remastered it on ps4 and then it sounds like they just did another update for ps5 with like quicker load times and 60 fps and all that shit this game doesn't need to be remade who's asking for this game to be totally rebuilt i don't get it like does it look like last of us 2 no it doesn't no it does not but it doesn't need to 
I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like this. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Are you excited for a Last of Us total rebuild? No, it's not old enough that it needs one yet. No, it's not. <laughs> My so, and this is maybe reading into it a little bit too much but the way i read this is like oh yeah we're gonna green light you you want to do this like in your spare time because we're not giving you any funding <laughs> right and you're gonna do your normal job and then you want to whip out a second game for us sure go right ahead <laughs> you know this is that's how i read that <laughs> right but no you're not gonna like spend time doing this we're not funding you to do this but if you want to do right. this since you already kind of did something on the offside yeah go right ahead yeah I mean, I, do you think it's a good idea for them to have like dedicated people to remaster games? Because I think it is, but I don't think this is the right game. I, I mean, obviously, there's been so much success with remaking and rebuilding games lately. It's hard to argue that you shouldn't have a team doing something like that. But yeah, you, to your point, you need to pick and choose the correct game that has right. good cult following, that has been critically acclaimed, you know, etc. Think think about their library of games they could rebuild, and they chose The Last of Us. I don't. That was such a bad move, in my opinion. But people have been asking for a Legend of Dragoon rebuild for yeah, that's just you. How, how long? Like forever. <laughs> just they, you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh god. But like, think about their IP, like Dark Cloud. Do you guys ever play Dark Cloud? Yes. That. Didn't they make a second one, Dark Cloud 2? Yeah, there's Dark Cloud 2 as Dungeon well. Dungeon Crawler, where you're like rebuilding the town and yes, stuff. That yep. was actually a super, super fun game. But like that has a major cult following. And if they rebuilt that, oh, dude, that'd sell huge. And let, no matter what Adam says, Legend of Dragoon would too. <laughs> so, Just because they've gotten uh, 30 petitions from you, Ryan, doesn't mean yeah. that. <laughs> I started 3,000 petitions from, yeah, from you. Yeah, all from you know, Ryan. <laughs> Uh, Leif, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I I agree a hundred percent with what you guys said, and I kind of agree with what Adam how he read it too. I was kind of when I was looking through, like, oh, okay, so they're like doing this as a side gig, and then they kind of <laughs> pull them away from that for a bit, and okay, all right, whatever. But no, the game is new enough where it doesn't need a rebuild right now, and I don't see you getting a ton of people to rebuy this game again yeah. just for upgraded you know it doesn't need to look as good as the last of us Two. you know come out with it again in 10 years or something you know right not now like because the last of us i mean don't the last of us is my second favorite game ever in the history of video games i fucking love this game but i don't I don't need this. Like <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah, if I'm being I can, honest, I would probably rebuy it after they re- rebuilt it from the ground up, but it's only because I haven't replayed it since I bought it right. the first time back, you know, not 10 years ago, but whatever it was, right. 9 years ago. So, yeah. Do you think it'll coincide with the rumored Last of Us like live action TV show and it's going to like drop right around the same time? Yeah, it probably very well could. Maybe this is know. just a big fucking yeah. marketing thing. Yeah, could get a little well boost be. in sales from the show, and, and they're like maybe yeah. it'll maybe it'll do well, and everyone will want to buy it again. Right. Well, I don't know. I just don't. I don't yeah. like this. Like, I think did it say it in the article? Or did or I read it somewhere else? Where they their pitch was that they could sell it as a bundle deal with The Last of Us Part Two, like as a bundle package, which is what they were hoping to do. 
I don't remember reading that. People still buying yeah. Last of Us 2 at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> that everyone's bought it and moved on. I feel like anybody who wanted to play that game played it, you know, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure how to feel about it. I think it's a good idea to have a, a dedicated team to rebuilding stuff. I think that's brilliant, actually, but this is not the right game. This is definitely not the right game. So uh, then the next little part of this. So Jason kind of takes it off to a a little bit of a tangent, which we know a lot about on this show, especially when Justin's here and he's drunk. So <laughs> we got uh, he talks about uh, Bend, Sony Bend um, in Bend, Oregon. So they released a game called Days Gone, which did you guys play? No, I never played it. Unfortunately, I heard it was no. pretty buggy though. Uh yeah, so it I looked fun. It like buggy. I thought conceptually it looked cool, but yeah, I haven't played so it. So I played and finished it, and the whole time I was playing it, I was like, this game is on the verge of something great, and it just never quite got there. Like it was still a good game, but like like the horde aspect where like there's hundreds of zombies on the screen chasing you at once, and you have to find a way to wipe them out. I loved that. Um, I didn't like that they called zombies freakers. I thought that was stupid. Like, just call them zombies. But then, uh, I don't know. And the voice actor that they or the actor they got to play the main character, I couldn't stand him either. But like the game as a whole was good. It was really good, and it was like on the verge of being great. But they just had some things holding them back. So. But anyways, so Sony Bend releases Days Gone. It's a profitable game. It made money. Then they pitched a sequel to Sony and uh, got denied. Sony then divided up their team, having half the team help Naughty Dog with a multiplayer game. Uh, And then the other half is working with Naughty Dog or was working with Naughty Dog on a new Uncharted game. So this caused multiple people at the studio to leave because they were afraid of being absorbed by Naughty Dog. Like Sony was just going to say, hey, we're closing your studio down. You're now going to be Naughty Dog North or whatever. Um, So like the heads of the studio left, a whole bunch of people left. And the new people that took over asked to be removed, uh, asked Sony to be removed from these projects, which Sony said that they could do and uh, gave them the green light to work on a brand new IP. So we are not getting a Days Gone 2, but they are working on a brand new IP. Um, this kind of blew my mind a little bit because, like, like I said, Days Gone was good, and I feel like the stuff they learned from the first game, they could have made the sequel incredible. But Sony just shot him down, and it was like, "Well, you're gonna go help Naughty Dog." Like, it just seems like every and I love Naughty Dog, so I'm not shitting on them, but it seems like Sony's way too invested in Naughty Dog at this point. And I, I don't know, I could be wrong there. But Adam, you got thoughts? I mean, do, do you want to make a sequel of a game that doesn't have a solid foundation, like you're saying? If it if it wasn't a great game, obviously people do it all the time. We've seen plenty right. of sequels of not great games, so I right. can't argue that. But I mean, it is at least nice of them to be like, eh, it didn't do super great. Right. Let's maybe not do a sequel. And that's, I feel kind of a responsible move at that point. Yeah, and to work on something new, like you said, that's that's always been Sony's like big meat and potatoes. Their thing that keeps them different is those unique IPs. So, you know, 
put all your eggs in one basket with a new IP. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I don't know. I think a sequel would have sold. I would have played it. I think there's a lot of people that would have played it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think you're going to get more people buying a new IP than more people buying a sequel of a Met That's game. very true. That's very true. Um, and that's the gamble I think that they're they're going with. Yeah. I mean, how do you – what do you t- make of the them – after they denied them, though, it was just like, hey, you're going to go help Naughty Dog. Like, fuck whatever you wanted to do. I mean, they're well within their rights to do it, obviously. But... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can you say no if you want to keep yeah. your job? So <laughs> right. if you love what you do, you know – you don't really care where and what you're doing, I guess, but it would, it would really suck if you're, you know, you've been really working hard on saying, you know, some artwork or something specific for months and months. And all of a sudden you have to shift focus and it's probably hard to get into like a different mindset. Definitely. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, Leif, you had anything to add? No, I agree more with Adam. Uh, you know, if the game was okay, you know, I never really heard much about it other than right when it came out. I heard it was fairly buggy. Um, you know, it yeah, pro- it was profitable, but you know, it was a it was a new game. It you know, if you're going to do a sequel and it was just okay, there's going to be less probably that'll buy this one than they did the first one if it was just okay. So, you're not going to keep all those people and you're not going to probably gain ground on it i would guess you know without playing it i don't know for sure but i don't see a reason to invest money into something that's that much more of a gamble than throwing a new ip together so yeah yeah definitely um yeah we'll see i mean i i do hope someday we get days gone too i mean i think that would be good if they could get a, a new lead that would be awesome because, and I know I sound like a whiny bitch, and you guys and our listeners probably know enough by now that little shit that's just mildly annoying, I focus too much on. But I gotta say, that voice actor, he he would breathe in weird places. <laughs> it bothered me <laughs> so much. Like, he would take deep breaths, like in the middle of a sentence and it would just oh my god it drove me insane it's been friend of like, Zop- wait freakers no so he's no, out no. of breath <laughs> no not true he'd be like all right guys we gotta get everybody over on these bikes so we can get out of here i'm like why did you need to take a deep breath there why did you need to do that <laughs> why did they why, yeah why asthmatic? did they record that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was a character what? asthmatic. Come on, Ryan, be but sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But it's, he like, did it it's like, hey, Arnold, the, the guy in the background who's always like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, and then to Adam's point, they tried to do that too, where like, if, if the game thought you were at a point where you were running away from zombies, he would breathe really heavy. But there were times where like there would be a zombie horde and I'd be on my bike and I'd be like, whatever and i just drive around it yet when he would talk he'd be like <gasps> i'm like why are you breathing so heavy you didn't even do anything <laughs> he must be hungry <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do like uh in spider-man the new insomniac spider-man games where like peter parker if you're standing in one place he talks differently than if he's swinging like around which is an awesome feature um, if you've played that game, you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're swinging and he's talking on the phone, 
he'll like you can tell he's swing just in the way he's talking versus if he's standing still. And it's like they tried to do that in this game and just failed miserably. Failed so hard. So get get a new actor to play the lead if we're ever going to get a sequel. Please, please. Um, okay, so... And then uh, Jason jumps back into the beginning point of his article uh, with the visual arts service group. So the team actually, when they were working on The Last of Us, they made a playable section of the game in 2019, showed it to Sony... And Sony was like, yeah, looks good. We're going to have you stop. <laughs> uh, sent them to help Naughty Dog finish The Last of Us 2, which had just been delayed. So they were like, we got to get this game out. You go help them. So they completed The Last of Us 2. Sony then was like, good job. We are going to take this remake you were doing away from you, and we're just going get it back to give it back to Naughty Dog. And you're going to help them with it. Um which at one point that uh, Michael Mumbauer and a whole bunch of other people actually left, um, which is, I don't know, a little shitty in my opinion. <laughs> but So the main point I wanted to ask is, uh, is Naughty Dog getting too big and is Sony too focused on AAA mega blockbuster games? Because it seems like Microsoft is taking the polar opposite route um, and I almost feel like Microsoft's gaining a little bit of ground on Sony at this point because they're all in on Game Pass and there's all these sweet ass indie games and double A games coming. And Sony just seems to be focused on the fucking really expensive banger triple A games. So, Adam, what are your thoughts on that? I think their strategy of shifting people all over the place back and forth is fascinating and i don't think it's a good thing <laughs> yeah right. well but imagine- i'm really curious who who out there thinks this is like oh we need i get like it's it's probably just numbers to them like the person that's making this decision these people are just numbers and like they're trying to move the metrics and things in certain ways which is really shitty because you should be looking at it as like art you know the whole time yeah but wow, like, I don't know, with all these studios and everything, it just makes me think that they think of people as numbers and all these things is just fucking numbers. So that's an interesting point you bring up because Jim Ryan, who's the CEO of Sony now, uh, he took over, after, took over after Sean Layden left. And we still don't know why Sean Layden left. So I don't know about that. But Jim Ryan, like in reading interviews with him and watching interviews with him and watching him at press conferences and watching him on the stupid Sony state of plays that they put out all goddamn summer long, uh, I don't, I don't know this guy obviously, but he seems like really smart, and he seems like he's a really good businessman. He does not seem like a gamer, like you know what I mean. Like if you watch Phil Spencer from Xbox. You know Phil Spencer's a fucking gamer. <laughs> He'd eat a bag of you know Doritos I mean? and drink some G Fuel right. and play a game That's for exactly like 10 it. hours. <laughs> Same <laughs> yeah. with like Reggie, Reggie fees and me when Reggie was with Nintendo. Like Reggie was a fucking gamer. You knew yeah. he was yeah. a gamer. And Jim Ryan does not seem like a gamer like at all. He doesn't talk about video games with any passion. Like I say, I'm sure he's a really smart businessman. I'm sure he's good at his job, but this dude's not a gamer. Uh, Leif, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I think they 
have some sort of crazy shit going on in the leadership in Sony for them to like be pulling people constantly from projects. Why even green light a project if you're going to pull a bunch of people from it and then have them do something else shortly after, you know, right. like it doesn't make sense to me. Like Adam said, I'm sure there's a numbers thing behind the scenes that you're not seeing, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, is, is Naughty Dog getting too big? I don't know. It, you know, I think Sony might be trying to feed them too much, you know, like give them too many people, too many resources. Sure. I think they made great games before they had giant teams, you know, so right. I don't think they necessarily need all that. But I think Sony wants them to be pumping out so many games lately that it's it's kind of hurting them a little bit, maybe. Yeah, but they made that investment. They want return on their investment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So do you think do you think they're too focused on AAA? I don't know. I mean, I think that's what they want for all their games to come out, their IPs to come out, is to be a AAA game basically every time. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're too focused on getting those out, maybe, but, you know, it's a decision that they're going to make. But, you know, as you've said in the past, the you know, the you've always thought Sony was ahead of the game because of, yeah. because of their AAA games. I know that you're yep. saying Microsoft's gaining ground now, but like that's the reason that they sell their system is because of their games, because yep. they are polished. They're beautiful games. They're fun to play. Are they f- too focused on them? Probably. I don't know how else they're going to gain ground, though, to Microsoft, short of doing their own kind of game pass thing and they've already said that that's not feasible on their end so for whatever reason but uh yeah i mean i appreciate both the routes that both systems are taking to be honest i you know you get these great polished games from sony and microsoft you get like a lot of different games yeah yeah i think microsoft is changing my mind a little bit like i used to be very Sony's always going to be on top because their games are just better. And I still believe that to be true as of right now. Any Sony AAA game kicks the shit out of any Microsoft's AAA game. I mean, they just do. They ju- they just do. <laughs> I don't even know if you can argue against that. But, man, Game Pass, every month Microsoft comes out with something new and awesome on Game Pass that really is starting to make me change my mind about things. Because Game Pass is, is, I mean, it's incredible. Some of the shit you can find on there is just incredible. And, I mean, every game I played this month, with the exception of It Takes Two, are all Game Pass games. <laughs> like, everything. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know, man. So, But you I definitely do kind of have to look at it and go, would you play most of those games if they weren't on Game Pass? I wouldn't, know. Yeah. I Exactly. Would and since Sony doesn't have that, yeah, right. if they had just these double a games single a games and a ton of them they might not they're probably not going to sell them you know so right. i don't know yeah so sony is like your your really awesome sushi restaurant that you love to go to you're going to get the same thing every time because you know it's going to be bomb right and then microsoft is like the conveyor belt sushi restaurant that's probably a lot of weird stuff, but every once in a while you might see something that's really random and you try it and you're like, that was actually fucking awesome. But I would never have tried it if I didn't have seen it, you know, coming right. through the conveyor belt of sushi, <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> that was a goddamn good metaphor, Adam. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so we're going to see. I mean, obviously, things are getting shaken up hard there. And it's interesting. Uh, Sean Layton, who used to be the CEO of Sony, has been very active on Twitter all of a sudden. Now that all this shit's happening, like a lot of people, he's liking tweets from people that are saying, like, get rid of Jim Ryan. We want Sean Layton back and he'll like it. And it's like, ooh, what's going on here? <laughs> like, did he did he not leave Sony in it? Because he was another one that was like, he was a gamer. Like, you could tell he was a gamer. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think you can put somebody in charge of a video game company without being a gamer. Like, that's weird to me. Hey, in all fairness, he looks like he was a gamer back in the 70s. Played a lot of Pac-Man and pumped a lot of quarters <laughs> or something. <laughs> Jim Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. He's a little behind yeah. the curve, but maybe he was a big yeah. gamer back in the day. You never know. <laughs> what do you guys think about bringing back Pong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pong in 4D. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched a monkey play Pong with his mind the other day on YouTube. That was pretty cool. What? Yeah. Really? Who yeah. won? The mind or the monkey? <laughs> Dude, he was good. He was good. Was he? Yeah, he played really well. Really well. They like had like attached these like little things and implanted this thing in his brain where they could pair him up with their cell phone and uh <laughs> they would like the- read all his like signals as he was playing normally while he like drank this banana smoothie thing. <laughs> and then they after that they took away the the joystick or whatever and then he played just by moving his eyes pretty much and they would register which way what like neurons were activating in his brain that's the direction that it would send that's the uh, little paddle and shit that is that cool. the is that the neuralink thing <laughs> right was it that is oh my god we have was you know was the ironic part they probably got grants for that and yet we still don't know what's underneath the fucking ocean yeah right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh fuck all right well that'll wrap up our news unless you guys got anything else to add no nope. okay let's jump into listener questions first up corn on the cobra saying hi corn what up corn, corn? Uh, so he's going same as last week. We're playing another game of Jeopardy. This week's answer is Bob Ross. Leif, what is your question to the answer, Bob Ross? Who? <laughs> I forget exactly how I phrased it, but who did Ryan look like in high school? <laughs> <laughs> if you meant that as an insult, you failed. <laughs> no, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I I didn't I didn't have a full blown afro, but I was close. Probably you were getting close. there. I remember a oh, lot yeah. of people made mention of you being like the redheaded version of Bob oh, Ross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. <Awesome. laughs> Except I don't have the voice. I wish I had his voice. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> or his talent. I guess I don't have that either. So I'm not like Bob Ross at all, really. <laughs> but. Other than the hair, kind of. I uh, never saw him play any video games, so you're probably more talented uh, than him at that. Yeah, in video games. There you go. There you go. Uh, Adam, what's your answer? Uh, what artist is known for making amazing paintings only to fuck them up with a giant tree right down the goddamn center of it? <laughs> I eat those all the time. It's true. <laughs> Ruined. 
I'll put out. Yeah, he'll paint this beautiful painting and be like, let's put a, let's put a happy little tree I, right in the middle. This brings me back. I love Bob Ross, to be all fair. It's like my grandma bought me like one of his instruction manuals, and I remember like painting Bob Ross things back in elementary school and junior high. Like, I love Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, my answer was, who's the dopest motherfucker that <laughs> ever lived? That was mine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's, and like, just his voice was medicinal. Like, you're home from, sick from school back in the day. You're watching Joy of Painting. You know you are. And you're going to feel better when you do. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> dude, I feel like Bob Ross was the shit, man the shit dude when they were doing uh this was like a year or so ago they were rerunning on pbs as like twitch they got a twitch channel and they were doing all the bob rosses on twitch oh my god it was so funny i bet the it was Twitch chat was just hilarious because <laughs> you'd be doing something and he'd do that big tree and i would be like ruined ruined you see twitch chat ruined ruined and then he'd like make it look awesome <laughs> like saved saved like, it was so funny <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, Bob Ross. Is like speed shit. run it, Bob. Do it faster. Go faster. Speed run it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he had a half hour to make those paintings. That's fucking mind blowing. And he'd kill it in a half an hour. Absolutely. Kill it. He was the OG speedrunner. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, if any of our younger listeners don't know who Bob Ross is, educate yourself. Educate your goddamn self worth it i bet you can find it shit on youtube i'm sure you can oh yeah youtube and yeah you know, all that stuff i mean just different <laughs> times simpler times and to be right. honest probably nicer times you know yeah right happier times <laughs> as, as right. might say <laughs> happier times uh, all right good one corn thank you very much uh up next caleb writes in hi caleb caleb yeah, what up caleb uh, same question as last week. Mount Rushmore of video game characters, only this time it's personal preference. Leif, kick us off. Mine started with uh, Senwa from uh, Hellblade Senwa's Sacrifice. Oh, there you go. I like, I like that game so much. She she gets on there. Right. Uh, Master Chief, just because, goddamn, I love that game. Leaving them on, there the you memories. go. Yeah, I gotta leave them on there. Gerald of Rivia. Because, oh, there you go. You know, I like The Witcher. So, uh, and then <laughs> the last one's kind of a bit of a joke. I could have chosen more serious ones that I I enjoyed, but uh, I did um, all of my Kerbals from Kerbal Space Program because they <laughs> sacrificed their lives to help me get Just, to the months. Nice. <laughs> Just all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be a bunch of small ones on there. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I thought. When you said it was kind of a joke, I swear you were going to say Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been a good one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, that was a good list. I don't know about the Kerbals, but it was a good list. Nonetheless. Uh, Adam, what's yours? Uh, so mine would be Link, uh, Ness from Earthbound, okay. Samus from Metroid. Okay. Uh, and then my fourth one... I think I'm probably still going to keep it with uh, Master Chief, like last week. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Leaving him on there, too. Yeah. I like it. Um, I actually left two on from last week. I left Link and Mario. Um, Boo. <coughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, 
to ruin your day like that. <laughs> but <laughs> personal choice. I mean, not gonna shame yeah. you. Not gonna Mario shame you. <laughs> um, but then I added uh, Kratos from God of War, because uh, I fucking love Kratos, especially after the new game. And then I also added, uh, oh my, oh Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. So. That rounds up my list, because Cloud is the shit, even though he's kind of a moody little bitch at times, but... <laughs> it's not his I fault, just... he can't remember, like, half his life. Yeah, see, that's not fair. <laughs> he's a clone, he's not a clone, he doesn't know, yeah. who knows? I'd be a little moody bitch, too, if you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I left Cloud, because I spent more time gaming with Cloud than probably any other game I've ever played with final fantasy seven so he's got to be out there uh good one caleb thank you very much now let's move on to christian what up christian, christian? Hi, christian. Oh, no. sorry christian yeah justin's not here today christian. and he I'm even sorry. got more glow sticks is the funny part <laughs> yep <laughs> you, you were there last week when he got them so it's funny <laughs> i forgot when i when i was on the phone with justin he even mentioned you by name christian <laughs> Was, I'm not surprised. <laughs> he was upset he couldn't be here because you finally wrote back in. Yeah. Funny. Oh, God. So Christian says, I'm back. Just wanted to let you know I'm that guy who will be paying $500 for a headset. You know, Christian, it's your money. You can do what you hey, want with yeah, it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. And let us let, know how it us, is. I was just going to say, let us know. Was it worth the 500 uh, but he wants to know what is the most you have ever spent on an accessory for playing video games, and what is it? I wasn't quite sure how to answer this because accessory is a pretty broad term. Like, I was thinking about Adam. Like, Adam, do you consider your Vive an accessory? Yeah, like that was going to be okay. What I brought up because I think it's something that is optional that you need okay. to play the game. It's not required to play the game. Gotcha. So, like. Yes, I could play Fallout 4 normally, but I could play it in Vive, and man, is it awesome to play it that way. So, <laughs> like, that, that that's how I took his question, at least, and that was okay. that was my answer, was the HTC Vive, and got it for around, yeah, five or six hundred or so on a Black Friday years ago. Okay, perfect. Uh, Leif, what's yours? Yeah, mine is actually, I don't buy a lot of accessories. I usually, like, when I got the PCs, I just used the keyboards they came with, or like a cheapo keyboard pretty much but uh i actually back in the day and i know i've brought it up once before i bought that rumble pack vest (laughs) and i think that was like 150 bucks it was like pretty much the price of the playstation because i think it was for the ps1 if i remember right when i it like doubled what i was buying pretty much that day when i bought it because i bought it with the playstation and it was great. It was amazing. I loved that thing. But uh, hopefully here soon, it will also be maybe even a Vive. So. There you go. Sweet. So you're still, you're, it sounds like you're getting more and more serious every week about it, Leif. You doing it? You're going to pull the yeah, trigger? Yeah, probably, like I said last week, I think within the next few months, I'll probably have one. So. Okay. Hell yeah. Very cool. <laughs> uh, so my most expensive is a headset, actually. I don't really do much and like looks kind of the same as life uh but when i got the xbox series x i noticed that my turtle beaches that i had for my xbox one like were really quiet when people were talking and i could not get it to get louder 
So I did buy a new pair of Turtle Beaches. They were $180, and that's the most I've ever spent. And they're really nice, and I really enjoy them. So $180, bucks, Turtle Beach headset, that one's mine. But, yeah, I'm interested to see, or Christian, please let us know how that $500 Xbox headset is. I wonder if it's worth the price. I, I really Have you guys had any just, like, ridiculous accessories? Like, why the fuck did I get this sort of accessory? Because uh, I did. I don't... And I remember it. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, what is it? Uh, the, the SNES Super Scope. The big giant. Yes, I did have one. Oh yeah, (laughs) I didn't. I didn't buy it, but I remember like cutting my parents basically into getting it. I was just like, "This was such a waste. Why did they get this for me?" (laughs) Right. It was cool for like a week, and it was like this was worthless. (laughs) I do remember. I forgot all about that, man. I remember there was a Mario game with it. Oh, I forgot. Like I you're some, riding like, on side Yoshi? scrolling robot thing where you're like shooting flying <laughs> robots and shit. Right. Like I, I don't. It was a fever but, dream back then. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And fuck, I wish Justin was here because I had the super scope, and I would always have the super scope, and I would make Justin be the idiot who held the controller and had to guide Mario around. <laughs> that was his job, and I got the fun job using the super scope. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. Good times. Good times. Um, I totally forgot. How, do you remember how much it's that was? Yoshi's Adam? Safari. I had to look it up because yes. that sounds super familiar. And I think I had. Fuck yeah. That. I remember that now. Oh, God. Do you remember how much that was when it came out? Adam? I don't. I was actually trying to Google either. it quick to see if I could find how much it was when it came out. Yeah. But I, I can't find it. But yeah, that's one thing. I actually didn't buy that myself either because I was a child. But. I do remember getting uh, the Mario Paint for Super Nintendo, but we got that from like a garage sale. And I thought oh, that yeah. was pretty awesome yep. to actually have the mouse and like I would draw and like do some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love Super that. Nintendo. I thought that was super cool. And they had the that fly, little fly game. game. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> obsessed with that. That was the first introduction of the hand thing from uh, Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. There yeah, you that's go. The hand. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right well welcome back christian we are glad you are back thank you very much for the question sorry justin's not here next time next time and when he's not hitting children on his bike (laughs) with his bike he's not hitting children on his (laughs) bike yeah (laughs) (laughs) driving around smacking kids he's the old man smack him they said something stupid so he smacked (laughs) him stupid kid (laughs) oh god uh, finally, we have Adam. Probably not our Adam. Hi, Adam. What up, Adam? Adam. Adam wants another Canadian update. And Adam, I'm going to have to disappoint you again. Damn I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's not even me now. You're disappointing two Adams now. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we did advertising strictly in Canada now. <laughs> right? So here's here's the deal, Adam. Every time you write in and we don't have a Canadian listener, I'm going to give you the coolest place we had a listener from for the previous week. Well, like uh, So this previous week, we picked up a listener in Frankfurt, Germany. So that's our coolest place. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Frankfurt, Germany. That's how awesome. Do you, how do you gauge coolest place? 
Because it's just what I fucking feel, Life, I feel it in my bones. It's so subjective. It's just how he felt in his heart at the time. (laughs) Who do you you think I was going to pick? Granger, Indiana? I don't fucking think so. Fuck you, Granger, Indiana. that had to have been second place, at least. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Maybe in four weeks that you'll be like, that's the coolest one this week. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Kind of lame this week. There is, there's a city in Missouri. I don't even know how to pronounce it. C-R-E-V-E space c-o-e-u-r crave core i don't know how to pronounce that i don't I like don't it know. either i don't that's like my it home state missouri yeah that's where Ms- i was born missouri In missouri the show me state <laughs> yeah, show me Ew, how it's that, done otherwise that, i can't learn it can they show they say show me and you ah, i got nothing to show you it's me <laughs> I, I can show you my car out front on the cinder blocks Next to the above ground pool and the trampoline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, I go to I used to go down to Missouri a lot. I know a lot about Missouri. I know how it goes. <laughs> uh, so yes, no Canada. I apologize. One of these days though, Adam, probably not our Adam gonna happen. But in the meantime, shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Pretty awesome. Guten Tag. Right. Guten Tag. Alright, let's jump into Pick of the week, and I'm going to go first because I alluded to it earlier, and let me just tell you about a little something that has changed my life forever for the better. Now, I don't like gaming on PC a lot because one of the biggest reasons is because I don't have a comfy chair to game in. Like, I bought a gaming chair, and it's not very comfy, and it might be kind of comfy, but As you guys know, I'm a bigger guy, and sitting in a chair like this for a long time hurts my ass quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, So that's why I like consoles a lot, because I can sit in my comfy-ass recliner and just game out. However, I knew Hood Outlaws and Legends is coming up, and I'm going to be buying it on PC so we can all play together. So have you guys... I bought something that's changed my life. Have you guys ever heard of Purple Mattress? I have heard of them, yes. I've heard of them. Yeah, and you it was can skeptical. get them and like, return them so, or whatever. Yeah, want. they're crazy Changed expensive mattresses. So they make bed mattresses, obviously. That's like their, their bread and butter, and they're crazy expensive. And we don't have one, but when we were over at one of our friends' house, uh, I don't know, a while ago, she mentioned that she got a purple mattress. And so we went and laid on their bed quick, and oh my God, it was incredible. I'm still not going to spend money on a purple mattress because that's insane. However, I was on their website not too long ago, and I noticed, do you know what they make? They also make besides bed cushions. I, they I make seat chairs. cushions. Yeah. They make seat cushions. Oh, not even chairs. <laughs> I'm looking at them right now. They make seat cushions, and I bought one with a little backrest or whatever. Oh, you didn't buy oh. one of these ones that looks like a couple of ass cheeks, basically? Nope. I did not buy that one. <laughs> but, uh... Dude, incredible. Fucking incredible. If you have your computer chair and it's not the comfiest thing in the world, can't recommend it enough. Oh, my God. So uh, that is definitely my pick. And it's not cheap. It is not cheap still. But uh, I think it was money well spent. I'm ready for Hood Outlaws and Legends now. I'm ready to do some gaming with you guys on the PC. And we're going to own some bitches. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Now that I have my purple seat cushion, yes, go buy one. They're not even paying me to say that because they don't even know who I am, but go buy one. Strongly recommend. 
Um, let's go to Adam. What is your pick of the week? All right. My pick of the week is a graphic novel that I just got Friday. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. actually finished it yet. I'm only about halfway through, but it is amazeballs so far. It is The Three Jokers by Ooh. Jeff Jones, Jason Fabek, Fabek, I can't pronounce his last name, and Brad Anderson. But, okay. oh my God, it is so good so far. Really good? Basically, there, yeah, without spoiling anything, there is multiple jokers running around in gotham trying and okay. they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on really and okay it's kind of bringing jokers from other things like one of them is clearly the one from killing joke like one's from okay. death in the family and like the other you know it's it's very interesting oh my god it's so good so far nice. highly recommend I, i'm probably gonna have to check it out yeah. And of course, it's it's Joker, so of course you're going to like it. Yeah, love it so far. Has there ever been a Joker comic you did not enjoy? I'm sure. I can't think of off the top of my head, yeah. but so there's, there's been Joker variants and stuff that I'm just like, yeah, it didn't do it for me. Or it was just like super cliche or tried right. to do something really fucking weird. <laughs> Jared Leto, but uh, it just didn't work. <laughs> and stuff, uh, so, you know. Yeah, the Leto's was terrible. <laughs> Uh, uh, we watched Snyder Cut, by the way. Speaking of Joker, oh god, uh, it, interesting. Uh, but one of the things, why did they have to do the Amazon like theme music every time Wonder Woman came in a shot? Right. I, seriously, <laughs> why? <laughs> that was your biggest complaint from the oh, movie. Oh no, no, but that oh, was one that god. we literally were just laughing towards the yeah. end. Anytime she showed up, and like. Oh, it's like, yeah, what the did it, did it, did is it. going on, <laughs> right? Uh, but I kind of liked the change of Jared Leto at the very end. Yeah, that was more bad. than the Suicide Squad. Oh, one yeah, more. Still not like super big fan, but because yeah. uh, it still was that raunchy Jared Leto. It's like, oh, you yeah. give me the reach around. I'm like, come on, yeah, bro. Right. Like, really? Like, <laughs> who's gonna give you a reach around? Like, yeah, it's okay. like I don't think Joker would ever really say that. But no. <laughs> your version does, obviously. But uh, I kind of liked the look of it. So, yeah. What did you think of the Snyder Cut as a whole? It's fucking long. It was awful. <laughs> it was so, so bad. It's so long. <laughs> if it wasn't for slow motion shots, it'd be like 30 minutes long. And in all fairness, I'd never uh, watched the original Justice League. I yeah. just haven't watched a lot of the DC movies. So... Parts of it, we were just like, what the fuck is going on? It's probably right. like watching Endgame, and you're just like, what the hell is going on? I have yeah. no backstory. But oh, God. the casting choices were just very weird. <laughs> right? I did like, I liked uh, Ezra Miller's The Flash. I did like him. Oh, he was great. I, lo- yeah, he I was awesome. really, he was one of the better parts of it, to be perfectly honest. But everyone else is just very weird. <laughs> Zack like, Snyder. Even Jason Momoa's like Aquaman movies were really fun and stuff and like funny at points and they just never did any of that. He was just like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, with this character? That's because it's, it's Zack Snyder, dude. There's no room for humor in his movies. I know, but you did with flash. So yeah, the flash, you I, did, don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. They but, picked and choose in weird spots, but no spoilers that, or anything for people, but right. it was, fucking weird <laughs> man i tell you Zack snyder dude just not you don't have to shoot everything in slow motion you just don't have to like there was a scene 
in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League of Aquaman walking out of a bar and walking down a dock <laughs> and drinking a shot of whiskey and jumping into a lake. Cat and I were both like, we're going to get so sea. pissed when he throws that in the water. And then he right? just slams it on the ground. I'm like, that's just as bad. <laughs> it's going but, all in the water, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like from the time he left the bar, walked down the dock, took that pull off the bottle, smashed it, and jumped into the lake. That whole thing was in slow motion. Why did that have to be in slow motion? That didn't have to be in slow motion. It was like five minutes of Aquaman walking. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? God, that... Admiring f- Jace Momoa's rippling body, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, tattoos? I don't know. Oh, it was so bad. I, I love how you always would take the shirt off and then just leave the pants on. Like, what, yep. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> right? <laughs> you oh either you're kind of just sitting on the fence here bud either go yeah, all the way or just nothing pick a, side. Yeah. Yeah. pick a side oh my god i hated that movie all right moving on like <laughs> what's your pick of the week <laughs> mine is a netflix uh kind of limited series i believe it's uh called the serpent it's oh. about it's kind of like a true story but i I don't know how much of that they follow in the real, you know, I haven't read about the actual story, but it's about this guy that uh, lived in Paris, I believe, for a while. But he ended up fleeing Paris and going to Bangkok because of some kind of spoilers that happened throughout the show. And he what he does is he kind of he meets a girl there in Bangkok and they kind of hang out, but they they like poison t- tourists. They like lure them into their house, hang out with them and poison them, make them sick and end up killing the majority of them and just stealing their money. But it, the most of the show is about this Dutch ambassador that's trying to figure out what happened to two uh, Dutch tourists that that uh, were killed. And then he's trying to work with like the Bangkok police to capture this guy who kind of eludes them throughout this whole show. I haven't quite finished it. I think I've got one episode left and they're like getting close to figuring everything out here, but it's really solid so far. So interesting. Okay. I just, I'm going to add that to that my queue. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's, yeah, he like steals their passports. It's about, it's in like the seventies, if I remember right. And he, like, steals the tourist passports and he uses them to, like, travel the world and sell gems and stuff, too. So he's kind of playing, like, multiple lives in this whole thing. So you're, yeah, it's kind of cool to watch him kind of slip out of a lot of sticky situations. Interesting. Super fucked up version of Catch Me If You Can. Got it. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very similar, I would say, to that, other than he's also murdering people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True, true. (laughs) Tom Hanks would not be a part of this show. Leo, maybe. (laughs) Leo might, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I could see that, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I will check it out. I'm going to add it to my queue. Um... All right. Well, that wraps up episode 47 of Nerdentity Crisis. Uh, hopefully, Justin will be back next week. We'll see. I'm kind of glad he wasn't here this week because we're already at an hour and 40 minutes. And <laughs> if he was yeah, with us, one. God only knows. Um, I mean, I don't want to say I'm glad he's not here. I love my brother. I wish he was here, but you know what I'm saying. Justin, I hope don't... you're doing well, buddy. I hope yeah. you didn't skin yeah. your, your elbow. I hope that- Weenus, too bad. Hope that child uh, didn't hurt themselves or 
I was just once jumped out of the way or anything. Hope that kid comes out of their coma they're in. <laughs> so <laughs> you awful person, Justin. <laughs> uh, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do, life, send us home. You know when you, like, you grab a woman's breast and it's, and you feel it and it, it feels like a bag of sand when you're touching it.